What is up, everyone? We are back with another episode of Shaping the Culture. Listen, we want to formally, formally welcome you guys to Shaping the Culture podcast. I want to start off by saying thank you guys for all the love that you guys have shown. The views have been crazy, the likes, the subscriptions, and we did it all without no real introduction. And so I want to say thank you all for tuning in. I, I, I appreciate that you guys are engaging with the content. Some of y'all have hit me up on Instagram and Twitter, and we've just been building. Man, it's so dope to see the kind of community YouTube can birth. And uh, yeah, so I'm here with my cousin and co-host for today. We got Yanni. What's going on, everybody? I made it. Mama, Listen, we're here. Shaping the Culture podcast. Uh, the, the aim of today's podcast is simple. It's just to... Uh, have you guys get a feel for who I am, what this podcast is about, so you guys have a better vision for what to expect uh, for every episode that releases. Uh, we'll start off this this way. Uh, we're both Ethiopians, so I'm covering my forehead, and uh, he's covering <laughs> oh, so his <laughs> forehead. <laughs> East African gang. Uh, I and the hairline. And the hairline. And the hairline. Yeah. It's a coverage of both. Listen, this is, this is, <laughs> we're doing what we can with what we got. We're doing what we can what God gave us. Um, <laughs> I, I get the unique uh, privilege and opportunity to pastor a new church plant. We launched last August where we just turned a year old whoop, whoop. Uh, like last week. Yeah. And uh, the name of the church is Perizim Church. Uh, Perizim means God of the victory, God of the breakthrough. You find that story or you find that name in Second Cham- Samuel chapter five. There's a beautiful story attached to it. We'll get into it maybe a different time. Um, but yeah, so shaping the culture podcast, believe it or not, I started this podcast three years ago and, uh, everybody's just like, yo, you should switch over to YouTube. And so now we're slowly, uh, making that transition over to YouTube and, uh, we kind of built a studio as you see behind me, we got some giants. So anybody that knows me knows I love theology and I love culture. And, uh, if you're hip enough, you would see, both theology and culture represented behind me. Uh, we lost some greats this year. We lost both Ravi and Kobe. 2020 has just been something. My goodness. Listen, took away two giants from two us. Two giants. Um, man, it's been a difficult year. More on those two coming up. But yeah. I, uh, yeah, so I'm big on culture. And uh, you'll see that the more and more you hear uh, from me. But I just really believe that God has called us to be in culture. Uh, he hasn't called us to be of culture, but in it. Mm-hmm. And growing up, a lot of the times, like it was either you're all the way in and you're of, mm-hmm. or you just demonize it and you just run away from it altogether. Yeah. And I've never really seen us. Uh, I've never seen a, a dope picture of Christians being in yeah. culture without being of okay. culture and really shaping culture. Come Y'all on. see what I just Come did on. there? Yes, sir. And so uh, our aim is to shape culture with the gospel message um, of Jesus Christ. And so, yeah, that's a little bit about me. And uh, we're hopefully going to get some more info throughout this episode. But again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for rocking with your boy uh, without any real understanding of what I'm about or what this (laughs) podcast is about. I hope you guys have enjoyed the episodes thus far. And uh, yeah, man, you excited about a get to know you? I'm excited about to get to know you. Man, that might be the title. Get to know you. Get to know you. That's kind of corny. I don't know. We'll (laughs) see. Let's get into this thing, huh? Let's do it, bro. We are in season four. That's absolutely crazy, bro. Season four, yes. Let me ask you this. 
to kick it off the bat. Did you ever expect when you started this podcast to be at this place, what shaping the culture has evolved to being, even creating a studio, meeting all the people? Did you ever expect it to be what it is right now when you started it off? Um, Yes and no. So uh, anybody knows who knows me knows I'm a dreamer. And so if I do something, I want to do it big. And uh, my philosophy is dream big, start small. Um, and so I was completely content with starting small. I still feel like we're very small, uh, but I was okay with it because I was doing what I loved. Yeah. And so three years ago, really, this this has been a podcast in the making for like nine years. Wow. So I was backstory. It was intro to sociology. I was a sophomore in college. This was 2011, fall semester. Mm. And I took an intro to sociology class that Throwing really back. rocked. Yeah, man. That's where, that's where the seeds were sown. <laughs> yeah, man. And I just fell in love with the word culture. Mm. And I was fascinated with what made a culture, what makes up a culture, how mm. culture happens, uh, the, the inner workings of culture. And uh, again, I, I'm Ethiopian. We're Ethiopian. And so growing up, uh, I didn't even know who I was. And so I was never Ethiopian enough for... Ethiopians and I was never American enough for the Americans. Yeah. And, um, there was a season in life where hip hop overtook my life. And so I was trying to be African American. I tried to make it work so bad. <laughs> I'd rock the long tees. Yes, sir. I couldn't afford the forces. So I'd wear the shacks. It will <laughs> you know <laughs> talk I mean? about it. Listen, I had to do what I had to do to keep up with image. And it wasn't really until college where I was like, yo, I, I don't fit in any box. Who am I? And Jesus really took over my life for real, for real in college. And as he began to rock my world, I realized I belong to a kingdom that has its own code, mm. that has its own culture, mm. and how that culture should supersede every other culture that I entertain or I'm a part of, yeah. so on and so forth. And so, yeah, man, very quickly I realized, I mean, there was this, yo, why are Ethiopians preaching culture and not Christ? That was my, uh, my immediate like as soon as I found Talk. out about kingdom yeah. and that God had his own rules and his own core values and his own systems and his own way of doing things, I was like, yo, we're preaching a lot of uh, culture that isn't really related to the Bible. And so mm. my immediate thought was, yo, there's like uh, being as like, yo, there's something wrong with the Ethiopian church. Okay. And then as I began to grow and progress, I went to, uh, you know, I went to an all-white private Christian high school and college, and slowly but surely I found out that, yo, Americans do this too. Mm. They're blinded by their own culture. That's true. And then African Americans, yep. they too are, you know, and so I was like, yo, this is, a, this is a bigger problem than just like what's going on in the Ethiopian slash Eritrean community. Like everybody is uh, blindsided by their experiences, yeah. by their upbringing by uh, what they've been raised to believe is true. And so, yeah, the wrestle began then, college. I was like, yo. And, and, and initially, I was like, I want to write a book. And I still do want to mm. write a, want a book about this. Do that. Yes, I remember starting, I remember telling you about this yep. actually years ago. But like what made more sense was podcasting. And anybody who knows me knows I love to have deep intellectual conversations. My love language is getting at, getting to someone's house, sitting down, talking for hours. Mm -hmm. And so I remember one day um, I told, I was like, you know, shout out to my friends. I was like, yo, we should start a podcast. <laughs> and Yosef, he, uh, he'll probably be on here at some point in time. He was just like, yo, 
who who wants to hear us talk about life? Like, who do you think we are? And yeah. I never, I didn't even think about it from that perspective. I was just thinking, yo, these are fire conversations. Let's just put it on wax or let's record it and put it out. Whoever gets it, gets it. Yeah. And so that kind of just, that was like in 2014. Mm. So I was like, all right, let me just put that in the back shelf. Yeah. Let me put that on the back burner. It was a me. seed. It was a seed. Yeah. Yeah. So fast forward 2017. So three years later. I moved back to Minnesota. I went to St. Louis to pastor a youth group out there. I came back to pastor the community here that I'm a part of now. And when I came back, man, so one thing I always tell people, like, if you want to know what you're supposed to do in life, one of the telltale telltale signs of it is if that passion for it doesn't die. Mm. And so three years later, I was still excited. I was still dreaming about, I was still thinking about starting a podcast. So I got with my friend Mickey and I was like, bro, like, let's just do this. He was more on board that time. Mm. And so we started and I had no idea where it would go three years later. Wow. And so, yeah, man, it's been a beautiful journey. I, I had no idea where this podcast would take me, yeah. who it introduced me to, yeah. the relationships that I would be able to build because of it. Um, I've just kind of been astonished by God's work in all of this. And so I know on the front end, it doesn't look like much success or much views or what have you, but on the back end, man, I've just been encouraged by the Lord's doing and God's work. And honestly, like whether this, this, this episode or this podcast gets millions of views or thousands of views or hundreds of views, I'm doing what I love and whoever's tuning in, hopefully we can influence and impact to be a better follower of Jesus. And that's the win. That's the aim. Yeah. That's the goal. And so, yeah, man, I know that was like a long answer, but that's kind of like sure. the backstory for how Shaping the Culture started. I love it. It launches us into our conversation. And I yes, can sir. just echo about what you just said at the end in that it's first three years and four seasons. It's already started to shape mm. culture that we live in mm. since the start of this podcast man i've seen conversations in circles about certain topics that you wouldn't even have dreamed to hear of Mm -hmm. but you've given us an authority you've given us a confidence to be able to tackle things we've questioned but never really had the gall or the boldness to really talk about and come to a place. So you are already shaping culture and the mission and the vision of this podcast is only going to keep on doing it for the rest of the world. I appreciate that. You know, like I think that's God's doing. I don't think that wasn't in my, on my vision board. Yeah. You know, that's not, I think that's something that the Lord does. Yeah. Step out in obedience. But yeah, I was just having a conversation with somebody yesterday and they Mm -hmm. were telling me like, yo, like what you're doing is refreshing for the Abisha community. Mm. For those who don't know, that just means the Ethiopian Eritrean community that we're a part of. Um, love them so much. They've actually helped me get to this place. Mm. Like averaging the view, like I, I won't put numbers out, but sure. like it's it's because of our, our community. Like I, I got to show love. But th- they were saying, man, you're talking about things that the church hasn't talked about. Mm. And you're giving us a biblical perspective or outlook on it. So good. And so that I was like, wow. Like, it's just so crazy how we've grown up in the church and we don't know what God has to say about politics. Mm. We've grown up in the church and we don't know what God has to say about uh, uh, entertainment. We've grown up in the, unless it's like, yo, don't do it all together. Or we've grown up in the church and we have no idea what God has to say about singleness. Yeah. About marriage. Yeah. Ain't that crazy? That's like, crazy, all, bro. All we get is don't have sex until marriage. <laughs> like, yo, this is how I grew up. I grew up my whole life. My parents were like, don't have 
uh, girlfriend, don't have a girlfriend, don't date, don't date. As soon as I brought back that diploma, as soon as I graduated, when are you getting married? Yeah, for sure. I was like, oh, you, you didn't <laughs> now teach me, I can, huh? You didn't teach me how to pursue a woman's heart. You oh didn't teach God. me how to go on a date. You didn't teach me like what girls are into. But now, now that I'm somewhat ready because of an age, sure. you just yeah. And so, I think like you know, in our community, I won't speak for every community. Um, the church, in in some ways, haven't they haven't really prepared us for culture. Mm. And so, like, I think it's time for the church to step up and say, no, God has something to say about living in the culture that we're living in. And I hope this platform gives us an opportunity to explore that and really dive deep in that. Yeah, man. This word culture or this thought of culture is such a massive word because even within culture, there are subcultures. And even as you were talking in your intro, um, so many different people groups and demographics grew up in their own cultures almost as if we were all a part of one world mm -hmm. but we were living in individual worlds um let's talk about what your working definition of culture is what's culture yeah man simple just your way of doing life mm. you know just like you know um what what are your values what are your taboos uh what's what 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 what's what's the norm what's okay um i i will say this i think that culture is just the, the what makes sense to us mm. and i think for a lot i'll say this i feel like the reason why uh the pharisees had an issue with jesus is because he broke their cultural norms he didn't break the law mm. and so they missed out on who god was partly Mm. Uh, this is not all, I don't want to put it all on this, but partly because he didn't look like how they expected him to look like. Talk. And so this is why I'm passionate, because if our culture is not shaped by the word of God, we yeah. can miss out on what God is saying, what God's doing, mm. how God is moving, how God is speaking. Yeah. And so I don't want to be like the Pharisees um, who miss God altogether because he doesn't fit in my box. He doesn't have the norms that I have. This man was sitting and eating with the prostitutes. Mm -hmm. That's a, He was breaking cultural norms. Yeah. Uh, th this man was healing people on the Sabbath. He's breaking the norm, like yeah. this guy, so on and so forth. And so, uh, yeah, man, I think, like, your, your culture matters because your culture shapes the way you think, the way you live, the way you love, the way you pursue things. And if Jesus isn't influencing it, um, you could miss out on him altogether. And I really believe... The reason why we have such great division in the church today is because people don't worship like how we worship. Yeah. We're like we're missing out on beautiful, meaningful, deep relationships, not because they're people are doing something wrong, yeah. but because people don't do it the way we prefer it to do prefer to do it. And so, yeah, culture. Yeah. Your norms, uh, uh, your your taboos, uh, the way, the, just the way you do things, the way you operate, move, so on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah, man. So in this journey of shaping the culture, we're three years in, four episodes in. Four seasons? Yes, uh, Four sir. seasons in. Sorry about that. We're actually that. 50 episodes in, which is crazy to think. This is the yeah. 50th episode? This is the 51st. 51st episode. Yeah. Dang, halfway to 100. Now, with having almost... 50 plus conversations. Yeah. How do you feel like 
your ability to navigate in conversations that are scary? How, how do you think shaping the culture has molded, not just in this context, but even in having conversations with people that may not even believe the same things you do, being able to be challenged. Uh, th- this is a part of culture because we're living in a broader culture. Yeah. We're going to run into people that don't necessarily think the same way that we do. And being able to engage and have conversations there is what helps us um, shape the culture. Yeah, that's if good. You will. Yeah. So, I mean, you know this cause you've been around yeah. uh, since the beginning, but uh, they don't. This is a get to know you. Get to know me. <laughs> listen, fam. Listen, guys. Uh, I've had some controversial uh, podcast episodes. We're gonna get into that. And uh, I've I've gained some haters, <laughs> and I've gained um, supporters. Bless and God. Bless God. And so, um, what I've what I've realized though, I think this is um, what I've realized to be true. I'm cool with disagreeing. Absolutely. And and. What's crazy is I've 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 had maybe it's because of the the audience too that tunes in, but I will say like Muslims have tuned in, atheists have tuned in, so on and so forth. But I will say most of the pushback comes from Christians, and so I'm okay with pushback. Like you said, without pushback, you can't shape culture. You can't push the envelope forward without uh, conflict, right? Sure. Uh, and so, but what I will say is this: oftentimes, like when people disagree with me, whether it's a DM I get or a message I get. A lot of the times the disagreement is rooted in personal experiences and not necessarily with what they've seen to be true from the word of God. That's a good point. And so, uh, and so I'm cool with disagreement. I'm cool with us uh, going back and forth. I think it'll make us better. I don't claim to have all the answers. And in fact, one of the reasons why I bring on so many guests is because I want to bring on experts. I want to bring on people that yeah. are more uh, uh, further down the line. Le- more further down the line than I am. I want to bring people in that actually know what they're talking about in regard to the specific topic that we're trying to tackle. And so, and I'm, you know, there are times where I'm listening and there are times I'm just, I'm engaging, but like, it's because I'm, I'm in this, I'm, I'm with you in this together. We're in this together. And so, but my thing is this, like, and this is why it's so important for us to have conversations like this is as we shape culture, we have to understand what's shaped ours. Mm as we're a light and the salt in the world, we have to first understand what has really affected us. Yeah. Right. And so if we have not been transformed by Jesus and his word and his ways and his principles and uh, all that he has for us, we will uh, misrepresent God and that will cause more damage than not. If you guys talk to people that are outside the community, that's the biggest pushback is, Christians, uh, man, they're judgmental. Christians, they don't write this, this, and that. And it's just like, yo, we got to engage well. And I think the the, the thing that plays into us um, engaging well is how well we've understand God. And Great. I'll also say this, just because you you understand God properly doesn't mean you'll everybody will respond properly because mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus has some haters too. So, and, and that's the tension too. It's like we want to speak the truth in love. Yeah. But just because you speak the truth in love doesn't mean people always will respond with love. That's true. And so, but yeah, man, I'm cool. I think this is a great platform. Um, I don't know if I, sh- I should bring this up now, but I want to start a Patreon, actually. Uh, maybe when, you know, there's reasons to and maybe yeah. there's more of a following or what have you. But what I, one of my visions for the, the Patreon is I want to have a book club Yeah, where we like dive into different topics and we like really, okay. Let's not just come into it with our understanding or our experiences or what we've heard, 
but let's study. Let's work a little bit. Let's let's read people we disagree with, people we've never heard of, people that have a different take on it. Let's dialogue. Let's discuss. I feel like that's the only way we're going to move forward. I know we said this already, but yeah, in order to really shape culture, we have to be shaped well as well. And so, yeah, man, that would be awesome. If you'd be interested in joining a Patreon, drop it down in the chat. Let me know. Hit us up. Let me know. On Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Let us know. We can get that rolling sir let's get into one of these controversial conversations that you've had on shaping the culture yeah so for the ogs i believe it was season two you had a series (laughs) of episodes called men are trash and for context there was a twitter war war a twitter battle if you will in the world of the Twitterverse. Twitterverse. Specifically <laughs> in the culture of our Abisha culture. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there was back and forths between males and females, if you will. And the topic was men are trash. Um, and just hearing from you, that kind of launched to a new yeah, viewership yeah. on your show. It was definitely controversial, yeah. definitely some supporters, definitely some haters, if you will. If, uh, t- if you uh, will. Haters is a strong word. Yeah, well, you said it earlier, so yeah. maybe not haters, but disagreeers. Yeah, that's a good word. Yeah, that yeah. one right there? Yeah, like okay, it. we'll go with disagreeers. You we know, don't have any haters. You know, when people be like, oh, my haters, and they got no Yeah, haters. that's true, that's true, that's true. We <laughs> yeah. won't call it. Yeah, yeah. They just sipping on something else. On <laughs> Anyways, sipping on. I, I, I've got a couple... Uh, questions for you with that number one what did you learn if anything yeah from that series of conversations um and number two how do you think that affected what god is doing with shaping the culture yeah man yeah so yeah you know you know it's crazy i don't think i've ever even shared this Mm. people want to know People want to know yeah so what's crazy is um, we were just at lunch after church, me and some friends, and we just were like, yo, we were on Twitter and we're like fed up. So we had no real vision for the episode. We're like, yo, let's just go back to my apartment and let's talk about it. Let's it's just dangerous. Yeah, it's dangerous. <laughs> and so because there wasn't much vision for it, there wasn't we weren't as clear as we could have been. And, you know, at that point in time, the ones that were listening to our podcast were people we actually knew. So we were averaging like maybe 200 views at that time and all of them knew us. And so um, there was this, I felt like, okay, everything we put out, it could be received well because they know the heart behind the content. And so I didn't really, we didn't really define things. We didn't really, you know, and so things just kind of got misinterpreted and man, that thing blew up and um, it was everywhere. Like people, I I don't even know till this day, like, It was like ridiculous, but it taught me a couple of things. The first is, wow, like people really want to know what the church has to say about how men have been moving. And that's valid. The church wants to know what God has to say about dating and singleness and marriage, as I said earlier. And so that was the first lesson I learned. The second thing was um, actually this is never talk about what women want without women on the podcast that was that was very, very good. yeah so the second part we had women come on <laughs> i learned i learned yeah. yeah 
uh, because you want to properly, you know, you want to make sure that uh, the the voice, uh, the voices that you're critiquing are, are properly represented there. So you every don't thoughts represented yeah. every thought. Yeah. Um, but again, at that point, like we didn't really have views like that. Mm. And so, but yeah, but that was a, that was a crazy time because when we put out that episode, we didn't know the response. And within like 48 hours, we had like 2000 views. Mm. And I was like, who are, I don't even know 2000 people, <laughs> period. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even have that many followers on Instagram, on. right? Not even that many Facebook friends. Not even that many. Yeah. So I was just like, I don't know who these people are, yo. And what's crazy is. There was just like, man, there was a lot of people that responded well, but there was a lot of people that, you know, didn't really enjoy it. The, the episode actually ended up being taken down because uh, it was hurtful for some. Yeah. And so we're like, yo, it's, it's, it's not it's, it's not a big deal or what have you. Like we we want to we want to build bridges. We don't want to burn them on this podcast, you know. And so but what that did for us, though, is um it launched us into a new level of like influence. Mm. And so we went from averaging like 200 views to like 2000, 2500 views yeah. just like that. Wow. And I was like, Oh my goodness. Like, you know, you, you put the second episode out after, or you put the next episode out after the men are trash part two and you wonder, yeah. will it do it? And it did it. And then it's just been, wow. so that was that. And then the second time we saw like, God just kind of take it to another level was sure. when we did the interview with Lecrae. Yeah. That was like, man, I had no idea that like it was going to open some doors and had no idea where it would take, where it would take us uh, where we are that. now. But yeah, man, it's, it's good. It's good. And I love it. And I, I grew like I was listening to friends and having those tough conversations. It, it worked out and we were supposed to actually, this is a secret, but we were actually supposed to have Devon Franklin on. Talk about it. Oh, yeah. But old, old dude disappeared on us. <laughs> Devon, if you're watching, we're still waiting. It's been a couple yeah. of years, but we still wait on you, brother. Come on, Devon. And so, Because what's crazy is we put out that episode, and the very next week he dropped his book. book. Yes, sir. Yeah. What was, uh, I forgot the name now. Um, I don't necessarily remember it either. Uh, but he did like uh, interviews everywhere. Yeah, I, I read it and everything. And yeah, yeah he, was, he was down. I, I don't know what happened, but. Anyways, so hopefully we'll get him on soon. If you're watching sure. my brother. Yeah. We're going places on shaping the culture. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to pay some bills. Get rid of debt. <laughs> I feel it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so obviously there's been a lot of learning, a lot of growing uh, with shaping the culture and even in your personal life. Um, I guess I have this question for you. Um I can only assume that with this podcast that you've gone through major highs mm -hmm. and major lows mm -hmm. with disappointments, frustration, failed expectations. Bring us into that world a little bit. If you have gone through it in four seasons in being that who's been on yeah. here has been on here. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but yeah. talk to us a little bit about some of your frustrations and disappointments that have gone with this podcast. Yeah, I think like with anything you do in life, you want to see success quickly. Sure. You know what I mean? I think that, you know, you put an episode out and you think you're owed like millions of views. Mm. You think like, especially in this era, you think that you're owed something. And just like a quick story, like Parker, he's he's in the room right now. Me and him went to Atlanta to record some podcast episodes. Sure. 
And it was a fail. Like when I say <laughs> a fail, like, bruh, we lost money. All we did was eat and sleep on that trip. Man. That's it. And I remember one night we were talking and, you know, we're, we're like, yo, we're li- nobody owes us nothing. Yeah. Like literally no one owes us any. And that, I, I think that that shifted our attitude towards the whole trip. But like one of the biggest lessons I've learned in my disappointments is you got to step back and ask yourself, who do, who do, who do we think we are? Yeah. You know, even if God by his grace allows us to have influence or impact, by the way, like, Everybody has influence. That's true. Everyone has impact. We're, ju- we're, we're just not content with what the, like, it, it's so funny because we ask God for thousands of subscribers and we're not doing anything with the hundreds of subscribers that we do have, right? It's good. It's like, God, help me impact people for your name's sake, but we're not discipling anybody in our church. Yeah, man. It's like, God, like, give me, give me gigs to speak at conferences and you won't even speak to the youth group at your church. You know what I mean? And so, uh, but that's a, we all have impact. We all have influence. But my whole thing is like, God never elevates someone for that person. Mm. He will always elevate whoever for his name's sake. Yes, sir. And so what I had to realize is if my goals are not attached to the glory of God. So good, man. I will be disappointed. Yeah. If, if my goals are not attached to making his name great, so good. I'll be disappointed. I, we were in a sermon series, Our Joy, His Glory in Philippians this year. Yeah. And what's crazy is Paul, Paul is writing to the church of Philippi in prison. He's on death row. Mm. He's, as he's writing the letter, chained up to two guards, right, on house arrest. And he, he starts off the letter in chapter one saying, I thank God for y'all. And then he goes on and talks about like what God has done through his minute. And so the, the, the title of the message was his glory, even at my expense. And so Paul was able to live a thankful life because for him, God being glorified didn't need to be attached to his name being glorified. So good. And I think a lot of us, we want God to get glory so long as we get the glory. Yeah. And for me, I had to learn very quickly if God, gives me connections, if I have a, a, a bigger network, if I have greater opportunities, it's not because I'm better. It's not because I'm more gifted. Like, I mean, like God uses the weak things to shame the strong. God uses yeah. the foolish things to shame the wise. And so yeah. um, that's not to say don't work at your craft. That's not to say don't be excellent in all you do. True. But like God doesn't need you to flex. And so like if God doesn't see that your heart's posture isn't about his name's sake. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And, and, and again, I want to push back too. I don't think like living for God's glory always means living a, a, a glorious life yourself. And so I had to, over time, over three years, learn yeah. like his glory, even at my expense, whether three people click on to this episode mm-hmm. or 30 or 300 or whoever, I want to be content in knowing that I am faithful and stewarding who God has placed in front of me. If God gives me a bigger platform, it's not about me. It's about him. If God decreases my platform, like I I always bring up the story of Elijah Mm. and how Elijah was able to leave uh, leading the crowds to leading a widow. You know what I'm saying? He went from leading a whole nation to abandoning that. And for what was it? Three years ministering to a widow. It's like, yo, I thought going from glory to glory means going from one uh, level of platform to a greater platform. Level up. Level up. Yo, Elijah, 
you lost, yo, like you, like, yo, how are you going backwards? But he wasn't going backwards because he was obeying God. Mm. And so what we want to do with this platform, what we want to do for, with this podcast is we want to obey God. Yeah. And so do we want a bigger platform? Sure. But I, again, I was talking about this with Parker, but it's like, yo, am I even stewarding this season? Well, like, mm. am I handling critique well in this season because more people means more critics it's true <laughs> you know what i mean like how what am i doing to show god that he can trust me with more and do i even want more am i built for more come on and so i don't know what god has for me and i know whatever god allows whatever doors he opens it's him being kind to me yeah. if if he gives me more it's because he knows that i can handle it and if he doesn't it's because he's a good good father and he knows what i can handle and what i can't handle and so yeah, people don't owe you nothing, and his glory, even at my expense, the mission is the kingdom. It's not the platform of shaping the culture. So good, man. I think so many people work underneath the assumption of God gets glory when I make it big time. Yeah. God gets glory when I get on TV. God mm. gets glory when I have all this money. Yeah. God gets glory when I have all these subscribers or followers. Yeah, man. When, honestly, God's glory or his strength is revealed the most. Yeah, um, in our weakness, and I love that even in disappointments, potentially, it's not about the disappointment. It's about his glory, and his glory is what pushes me That's to it, still doing what is called to do. That's it. Um, and I love this because God sees faithfulness. Mm -hmm. And even in your episodes or times of disappointment or even in our lives, yeah. um, as you become faithful, God shows himself. Yeah. Um, and it's no... Uh, question that you have had major influencers already yeah. in four seasons yeah, um, on this podcast, whether they be in the world of poetry, mm. CHH, yeah. speakers, writers, yeah. people that do conferences. Um, yeah. There have been many people that have graced this platform of yeah. shaping the culture. Uh, two part question. Number one, have you been surprised at what the pool mm. has been of shaping the culture? And what have you learned about people of quote unquote status or stature um, yeah. that you don't think you knew before Hold being on, able to what meet what them? What was the first part? I'm sorry. Um, were, have you been surprised? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And yeah. secondly, um, bring us into that world um, as far as like. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So have I been surprised? Again, yes and no. So on some level, um, I was like, this is what we wanted to do. True. Like this is, I remember in 2012 mm. being a junior in college, yep. me and my guy Mickey was in my college dorm mm -hmm. dreaming about, yo, yo, what if we became friends with KB? Mm. Like, what if we got to hang out with Lecrae? Like, what if they took us on tour with it? just little, but we had the audacity to dream things like that. Like yeah, it wasn't man. like out of reach. Like it was just like, yo, won't God do it, yeah. you know? And um, it's it's crazy to think that, like, I've had both KB and Lecrae on my podcast. But, yeah, like, yes and no. And then it's also crazy to me because it's still, like, you got to pinch yourself. I remember mm. um, the night before I interviewed Lecrae, I couldn't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, yo, literally, because this is such a giant, this is a hero He's a pioneer. A lot of Shaping the Culture podcast has been influenced by how he's moved in the industry. Mm. 
And a lot of it is, yo, like, I don't want to, I don't want to mess this up as if you can mess up what God has for you. Right. <laughs> but this is us thinking in the flesh. But I just remember thinking like, man, I hope I make a great impression. I, yeah. And then I remember I was thinking to myself, wow, this is a lot of me focus. Like I'm nervous because I'm thinking of me. And so you will always ruin God's heart, God's plan, God's purpose in your life when you're centered around you. Talk, man. And so I remember what helped me sleep <laughs> in the wee hours of the morning. Mm. Couldn't sleep for so it was just like, hey, um, God, do what you want with this reach who you want to reach with this and thank you for the opportunity. And then I was able to get some sleep. And I think the biggest thing that has uh, shocked me or surprised me about meeting a lot of these guys is just their heart, their character, man. They're humble people, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've got to interview a lot of dope people, even the ones that you guys haven't seen on YouTube. Um, we'll, we'll drop down in the, in the comment section links for uh, where we're on Apple podcasts and SoundCloud. We're working on trying to get, um, 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 on Spotify. Spotify. That's what it was. Yes, like, sir. what was it? Um, but like, yo, these these people are kind. These people are genuine. These people love Jesus, and I think that's inspired me more than anything. Who they were when the cameras turned off. So good, and it just made me think, like, wow, I, I feel like God can trust them with these platforms because th they're humble, they're kind, they're they're not. They don't think they're better than none of that stuff, and so. Um, yeah, that's the thing that like really is just like, oh, wow, they, they're into you. Like yeah. they're asking you questions. Like I remember, yeah, like after doing the interview with Lecrae, mm. we just sat and we talked for like maybe a good 20, 30 minutes about Perizim Church. So cool. And I was like, yo, like being Ethiopian, we talked about Nipsey Hussle, things mm. like that, you know? And so he didn't have to do that. He could have been like, all right, the interview's done. I'll see you guys later. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, but that, that, that like, I was like, all right, God. I, he's showing me the kind of heart that I need to have, mm. you know? And so, but yeah, bro, it's been, it's been a wild journey. It's been crazy to see what God has been doing. And, uh, yeah. I love that. Just a couple more questions and yeah. then we'll get out of here. We'll get out of here. Uh, yeah. Number one, for those of us that are watching, um, that have a burning desire to have conversations or maybe do something like shaping the culture, put yeah. out a podcast, put out a YouTube channel. What would you say to that? What would you say to 2017 Ebenezer knowing what you know now? Yeah, nothing, nothing different. I think like I cracked the code early by God's grace. Start small, start with what you have. I remember the first mics we had were the snowball mics. Mm. That's all me and Mickey could afford. We put $25, $25 together. It was a $50 mic from Best Buy. And we like huddled around this mic and spoke into it. In <laughs> fact, if you hear our earlier episodes, whether it be with Jackie Hill Perry or Leon Crump or DJ Promote, some of these guys, like it's kind of embarrassing to hear the sound quality. It's like, <laughs> yo, like how, how do we get these guys out here with this mm. kind of quality? Like I remember we had them on speakerphone and at the time I had the iPhone seven and one <laughs> of the speakers weren't working. Well. I only had one side. So I put them on speakerphone and I had them up against the snowball mic. So I'd be talking and mm. it was just like, yo, I didn't have, I like to call these the breakfast club mics. You know what <laughs> I mean? Mama, we made it like we didn't have this. That was actually a gift from my Perizim community. Mm. Um, but Actually, this was also a gift, too. Like, we had people on Instagram say, we believe in your vision. We believe in your dream. I'll never forget that. I screenshotted everyone that contributed to buying this mic. I'm going to do a thank you for you guys one day. Mm. Um, but we started with what we had, and we didn't, we weren't, we weren't, um, what's the word I'm looking for? We weren't bothered, and we weren't um, discouraged with what we had. Come on. We were just excited. Yeah. Woo! 
we got Leon Scrump with us today. Come on. Jackie Hill Perry just had put out a gay girl, good guy. We're like, yeah. whoa, we got Jackie in the building. Yo. Yeah. And so, yeah, man, enjoy what you have. Start with what you have, even if it's not much. Listen, like these this equipment that you see here, this backdrop took three years. Yeah. And even as I'm looking at this, I'm thinking of all the things we still need and all the things that we still need to work on. And, um, but yeah, man, I'll just say, yeah, like, the, like, ooh, just ha have fun, start with what you have yeah. and see what God does with it. Just be faithful. Don't, don't do it for results. Do it to be faithful. Let God take care of the results. And yeah, man, just be innovative, be genuine, be humble, love your craft, study your craft. Like I remember like up until the podcast, I was, I mean, still even to this, I was a big podcaster, watched so many different podcasts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that, that's kind of like. I would look back on who I was in 2017 and say, hey, just enjoy it more. Yeah. Just continue doing what you need to do. Start with what you have. I love that, man. All right. Last and final question. Yes, sir. You let us into your world a little bit. Man, I, I just believe that there is so much more conversations so much more truths um, that are going to be revealed through this platform. Uh, I think God is doing something special. Yeah. Moving forward, what is kind of your heart? Yeah. Uh, what's your vision? What would you like for us to receive and do with what shaping the culture has become? Yeah, I, uh, I want to continue to talk about tough subjects from the lens of the scriptures. Mm. Um, I think more than ever, our culture needs Jesus. Yeah. And um, we can't shy away from it. And um, I would love to start a community online, whether it be YouTube or Patreon or what have you, Instagram, where I can just continue to build with my brothers and sisters in Christ all over. I mean, we've got four continents already tuning in. Wow. So God is already doing something. And I depending on, I mean, we got people from Africa, people from Australia, like, yo, do this topic, do that topic because of their culture and their context, yeah. and, you know, and I love that. I want to see more of that, but I want to see us to step up um, mm. more than anything. I think, um, you know, and we got to be ready for the backlash. Um, I just got done reading a book. I'm actually going to have Adam Griffin come on, but Adam Griffin and Matt Chandler just wrote a book on family discipleship. And mm. there was a chapter that they were talking about something that really struck a chord in me. They're like, as you're raising your kids, I don't have any kids, but they're like, as you're raising your kids, remember you're raising your kids to be hated by the world. Wow. Like you, you've got to teach them how to, how to handle the disagreement, how to handle the conflict, how to handle the persecution, whatever that's going to look like in, in their, mm. um, in their life. But that, that like really like struck out to me because I was like, Wow. Like, it's really no game. Like, as I'm thinking about kids, it's not just for Instagram, these, like, cute little pictures. Yeah. But, like, yo, I'm really raising up a next generation that will continue the message of Jesus, and I have to prepare them. And, and and yeah, like, I, I just, as a pastor, that's my heart. I want to prepare my, my members. I want to prepare those who are listening, the things I'm consuming, the conversations I'm having, the books I'm reading, the documentaries I'm watching, the podcasts I'm listening to, the sermons I'm watching, all of that. I'm trying to prepare myself. I want us to be prepared to to have a reason for the hope that we profess. Yeah. And um, I want us to know God's heart so that we can be a light in the world, whether they hate us or love us. 
The mission doesn't change. Our stance doesn't change. Um, but yeah, I just, I want shaping the culture to serve as a supplement, mm. right? This shouldn't be your church. Absolutely. It shouldn't be the only place you gain content. Yeah, man. But I want shaping the culture to be a supplement to your understanding of God's word in our culture and how to manage and engage well. Incredible. Yeah, man. Yeah. Absolutely. So thank y'all for rocking with us. Yeah. Y'all, y'all were here for a minute. Uh, if you stay till the very end, y'all are real ones, real ones, real ones. And so, yo, thank you again. So, 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 so much for rocking with us even before this introduction. Um, at, hopefully as these episodes roll out, sorry, I'm like burping all, all episode long <laughs> as, as more episodes come out, come on, uh, you'll get to hear a little bit more from me and my heart. Um, and uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy these conversations. I hope these bless you guys. And uh, we love you guys already. Yeah. Do us a favor. Can you like, subscribe, share? Yeah. I used to think that was mad corny. Did you? I was like, why, why do we got we to do that? Like if people sure. are feeling the content, they'll just do it naturally. Mm. But I'm like, yo, why not? Maybe people forget. So Come on. if you forgot or before you like X out, hit that like, that subscribe, that share. We yeah, greatly man. appreciate it. Tell your mama, your grandmama, your auntie, your baby mama, your cousin-in-law, all that all good of stuff. Them. Even all comment of them. down below and let us know what you think. Yes, yes. And please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I respond back. Hit me up. I want to continue building uh, with you guys. And so, yeah, family, until next time, peace, peace. and grace. <laughs>